0: Welcome to The Pain Podcast, where we open the conversation regarding living and thriving with chronic pain. My name is Zoha,
1: And I'm Chris. And we're going to be joined by a new and exciting guest every episode to discuss their incredible work in a world of chronic pain.
0: We are joined today by Mags Houston and Professor Mike Barnes from Project 2021, an organisation working to increase patient access to medical cannabis. Leva Clinic is one of the only clinics in the UK currently prescribing medical cannabis, working in partnership with Project 2021. If you want to learn more about medical cannabis, head over to the Leva Clinic website for a free
1: assessment. We're really excited to hear about the work that they're doing and how it's able to help patients with chronic pain. So hello, Max. Hello, Mike. How are we doing today?
2: Hi. look forward to it.
1: Well, let's just jump straight in then. And can you please just tell us some of your work that you're doing with Project 2021?
2: Now, the study is not all about chronic pain, but about 60% or so of the patients recruited do have chronic pain and the others have a variety of other conditions that can be helped by medical cannabis, such as anxiety, uh, Tourette syndrome, spasticity, multiple sclerosis and such like. Um the advantage for the patient directly is they pay less for their product uh, than they would have if they weren't on the program and uh, on average it varies a little bit according to condition a little bit more for people with epilepsy who need a little bit more product um, so that's good for the patient and of course all they have to do in return for that is is complete some relatively simple and straightforward but very robust scientific data about uh, their condition and how they're responding to cannabis and such like and the doctor Describing also adds their um, view and their assessment into that program.:
3: Thank you, Mike. Yeah, and, and we often get asked actually, when will the project be completed? And really what I what I say to people is it will be completed um, at, when, we, when we really get to the, uh, the ultimate aim of the project, which is to open up access on the NHS the patients. Another question we get asked a lot by patients is, you know, does my fibromyalgia or does my endometriosis mean that I might be eligible? Now, the answer is probably yes, as long as you meet the eligibility criteria, which is that you have um, a diagnosis of one of our Um, uh, one of our seven indications and within chronic pain could be a whole load of different you know sources for pain arthritic pain those ones I've already mentioned pain from cancer and many different um, sources of pain and the same goes for anxiety these are umbrella terms so we're really keen to make sure that patients are aware that um, chronic pain is an umbrella term that, that does cover many other different conditions we We've actually set up the project to be um, an observational study, and so we're actually asking patients to directly contact the clinics and register with them, and we don't really get in the way of that. we just make sure that the structures are in place in order to make that happen, and that in the meantime, we are capping that price of the prescriptions for patients and gathering the data in order to meet that ultimate goal of NHS access. Thanks for that, mags, and thank you, Mike as
0: well. Are you still recruiting patients now?
2: Absolutely. Yes, uh, we're still actively recruiting and it, uh, it varies a little bit month to month, but you know, roughly 150 or so average patients, new patients recruited a month. And of course, they have to be seen as follow-ups as well after three months and onwards. Uh, so that's the important part of the study is to see how they've responded to the cannabis medication after a period of time. So it's quite, big, it gets quite busy. And when we're getting up to the several thousands in the study, it will be really busy. But at the moment, we have about 1,500
3: yeah, we're really excited by the growth of the study. And we actually release the figures on patient numbers every single month in our newsletter, which you can sign up to via the T21 website. And uh, you can also read in our update section on the website as well. We are very much uh, driving, you know, recre- patient recruitment all the time, whereby we're really wanting to raise the awareness around medical cannabis and the legal status of cannabis for medical use in the UK, as it has been for three years. We want to raise that awareness amongst the student population and young people because what we're finding with the project is actually, um, there are quite a small number of patients that fit into that younger category, that younger age category of 18 to 25, only 10% of our patients currently uh, fall within that age group. So if we can get their attention and really um, help, help educate uh, the younger cohorts of people, then I'm, I'm hoping it will trickle through and uh, we can see those, those patient numbers rise, uh, rise from the ground up.
1: That's brilliant. And especially since chronic pain is, as it says on the lid, it's chronic and it is for life. So if patients can find a solution for them that works as early on as they can, that's the best outcome completely. So I just wanted to ask now, what is it about medical cannabis that you see as being important in the world of chronic pain? And why did you choose to research into this in particular?
2: Well, I think um, chronic pain is not easy to treat. Acute pain is different post-operative pain. There's quite a lot of things that can tide people over after uh, an acute episode, for example. But chronic pain is much more difficult to treat with the current licensed medications. Now, of course, many people do respond quite well to simple medications like non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, to gabapentinoids, to duloxetine. But there again, many don't, or they're helped by those medications, but they have unacceptable side effects as a result. So cannabis has been shown definitively, conclusively, over the last probably 10 years from the early studies, uh, more over the last couple of years, that it really is very helpful for chronic pain. Um, and more particularly is uh, has very few mostly not always but mostly very few side effects compared to some of the existing medications so it's really helpful and really useful and that's why we want to incorporate it and I think and enlarging that a little bit, I mean, there was a um, a lot of people. There are a lot of people who take opioids for chronic pain, mm-hmm. and there's good evidence now that really opioids aren't very good for chronic pain, if at all. And the thing, a good thing about cannabis is you can't die of a cannabis overdosage. So, in my view, sure, it's fine and appropriate and proper uh, to treat chronic pain with existing licensed medication one or two or three of the existing groups of licensed medications. But if they don't work, and that's a, that's a, a case in for many people, then I would move on to um, medicinal cannabis um, as perhaps, you could say, not perhaps the second line, but certainly the third line treatment.
0: Thank you. So Project 2021 is in its early days accelerating fast. It's got about 1,500 patients what would what evidence have you started to notice appearing uh, in your project so far?
2: It's too early to give any sort of interim analysis. We have done that in some instances for, for epilepsy. I would put informally, and don't quote me, and um, uh, I may prove wrong, but I would think there's about 80% of people who are prescribed medical cannabis respond to it. Now, respond means anything from... Brilliant response, absolutely wonderful, to, well, it's okay, it's helped a bit, I may as well have another prescription. But that's not bad. Bearing in mind these people are really difficult to treat and really difficult to help. uh, That sort of response rate is excellent. And I think that proves to me that cannabis really has to be on the NHS doctor's uh, armoury of how to manage and treat chronic pain.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I would also um, urge patients to look at the research that we released back in May uh, around medical cannabis improving the quality of life score by over 50%. The
2: other thing maybe just to add as well about cannabis is that the pain is multi-multimodal. It has a lot of other problems and we shouldn't forget that aspects of cannabis, particularly CBD element in cannabis, can help, for example, sleep. It can help anxiety it can help appetite and if you improve your sleep and improve your appetite and improve and lessen your anxiety that will help your pain so it's cannabis is remarkable in how it works across different symptom modalities
3: I think that that's such a great point Mike and it, it's also um, a blessing and a, and a curse for, for cannabis in some senses because it isn't just a a, a one medication fits one condition uh, type situation Uh, here we've got um, a form of treatment that can help with so many different things it really is a holistic um, you know uh, uh, treatment in in terms of what it can do Um, and and the the patient stories that we receive from from
1: people with uh, with project 2021
3: telling us about those factors is just phenomenal
1: it's amazing how enthusiastic you both are about this and that really helps me to get behind it as well and I think that from who we've spoken to so far, particularly the patients on this podcast, the impact on the quality of life that chronic pain has is the main message that we get across. It's not just about being in pain; it's about how that affects your day to day life. And a treatment that could possibly impact that as much as the pain is exactly what pain, chronic pain patients will want and need. So you've you've sold it to us.
3: <laughs> Glad to hear it.
1: <laughs> What are the next stages from where you are to be able to get this into the patients uh, on the NHS?
2: I think we have to deal to get it on the NHS with the um lack of understanding of some of the doctors basically, but particularly their their uh, bodies that control them. So we what we really do have to do is educate. And I would put you know, if I had three priorities, I education, education, and education, one, two and three.
3: Um, another thing that's really holding us back at the moment is that GPs can't prescribe. Yes. So essentially, a GP would have to prescribe under, under the, the, the watchful eye of a, med, of a specialist consultant, of which are the, there are not so many. Um, and we really, really are passionate about trying to um, change those regulations and allow GPs to prescribe freely of their
0: own accord. You've mentioned uh working together with doctors and medical boards, but how will cannabis medical cannabis work alongside other treatments such as physiotherapy or mental health treatments
2: well, i think it's it's complementary it's it's not a it's not a be all and end all treatment you don't end up just on cannabis and nothing else. Some people say with pain will need other painkilling medication as well as the cannabis. Sometimes they don't. They can stop all the other medication. Oh, sometimes they can stop their physiotherapy. Sometimes they need to continue it. So I just view cannabis um, as just part of the panoply of Uh, doctor's potential treatment for chronic pain alongside physiotherapy alongside psychotherapy alongside psychological support Uh, it's not a it's it's not a wonder drug we need to get that across it's a it's a wonderful drug but it's not a wonder wonder drug that is able to stop everything else it's just part of the whole treatment approach to someone with chronic pain
3: yeah complete completely agree with that uh, with what mike just said um something i would like to point out though um is that sadly the costs i i I do appreciate for some patients it will be really difficult to be able to afford um therapy treatments like therapy and physiotherapy alongside paying for a a private prescription and i just want to say um you know i i I, we are all very much aware of that and uh, it's a really difficult um, situation at the moment. And this is why Project 2021 exists. We're trying to bring down the cost of the prescription. We are unable to dictate the cost of the consultations. Those are set by the clinics. But we are trying to encourage a bit of healthy competition between them. And we do want
1: those to see those costs come down. That's all been so, so interesting. Thank you for sharing all that information with us. We want to leave with just one final question which is that if we have a patient listening right now who's living with chronic pain, what would your one biggest piece of advice be to them?
2: My one biggest piece of advice is to, as long as they've tried some other medication and that, I mean, sadly, in the sense that that has failed or not done so well, then what they should do is go online, look at one of the cannabis clinics, those that are participating in T21, and they'll all say that online, or go directly through T21. who can point you in the right direction. Get onto this project. Get yourself some medical cannabis help the general cause by going through T21. And through that, you'll help yourself and you'll help a lot of others in this country who need that access.
3: And I would add to that, just to say that that patient is not alone. There are so many people out there going through the same thing. This is a very new industry, and we're all trying our best and doing what we can to make it as smooth sailing as possible. Um, you know, there, there are obstacles along the way, but there are also amazing support groups out there. So I just want anyone who's listening to this to know that there are lots of great resources out there, and that, of course, from drug science point of view, we will continue to put out that data, to put out all the research that we're doing uh, to try and move us in the right direction towards um policy change and uh and towards nhs access for everyone uh, for medical cannabis
1: that's been fantastic thank you so much to both of you for sharing all of your wisdom with us i hope that everyone listening gets the most out of that
0: this podcast is brought to you by lever clinic lever clinic is approved by the care quality commission and is the uk's first online clinic for persistent pain they create a personalized and adjustable care plan for their patients working alongside various healthcare professionals including doctors nurses clinical psychologists and physiotherapists Leva Clinic are currently offering a free initial appointment when you register with them so if you do have any queries visit levaclinic.com that's l e v a clinic.com see you next time